I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Chris Landry here with the latest in college football and this week's look uh, at the college football scene. Ohio State's spending spree in the new NIL and transfer portal reality. We also discuss some of the flaws in the new 12-team playoff system and why we must limit the amount of years players can participate in college football. First up, Ohio State's NIL spending spree. Many have compared the Buckeyes' spending spree to Texas A&M back in 22. Back then, the Aggies loaded up on high school kids, most of whom weren't likely to have an impact for at least two years. Those were the early days of NIL and collectives, where early adopters thought signing the most five stars was a big flex. Over the past few years, coaches have figured out that the much smarter use of that money is either in roster retention or luring impact transfers. Ohio State, by all accounts, has been doing a lot of that in recent weeks, losing three straight years to Michigan and watching the Wolverines win a national championship has proven to be quite the motivator. Going out, getting high-level transfers like um, uh, the, the Downs kid from uh, Alabama, Ole Miss running back Quinchon Judkins. Uh, but the more remarkable feat is that Ohio State kept nearly all of their potential NFL defectors, save for Marvin Harrison, in school for another year. That includes six top 100 prospects, most notably running back Travion Henderson, receiver Emeka Abuka, defensive end JT Tuamaliolo, and Jack Sawyer, and cornerback Denzel Burke. That feels a lot like what Michigan pulled off last year in retaining seniors like Blake Corum. I can't say for certain whether that means they'll fix their issues. Harrison Jr. is still a huge loss, even with the number one overall uh, recruit Jeremiah Smith on the way. Ohio State desperately needed an established quarterback, like a uh, Kansas State's Will Howard after the Cotton Bowl debacle. But no one would claim that he is C.J. Stroud. Day has since added five-star Alabama decommit Julian Sand as well. And while Day landed Alabama center Seth McLaughlin, he still could use a proven tackle. Throw in Bill O'Brien, that element as offensive coordinator. Will Day truly hand over play-calling duties as his new uh, offensive coordinator comes in, how will they mesh? At least Big Ten championship or bust, assuming that run includes beating Michigan. Uh, anything less would be a failed return on investment. But demanding a national title with a 12-team playoff is a tall task. Georgia's still Georgia. Texas is loaded. And I'm sure there'll be a team or two we're not expecting that's capable of beating them in the quarterfinal or semifinal. Ryan Day absolutely cannot lose to Michigan again, not with this roster. 12-team playoffs, speaking of that, is progress, but not without its flaws. The format of the 12-team playoffs seems like 
it has some significant flaws to it. With only four power conferences, in many years, the fourth best conference champion is likely to be ranked outside the top six to eight teams in the country. Yet, they'll automatically receive the fourth overall seed. This will likely lead to an unbalanced quarterfinal round where the best at-large team, seeded fifth, will have a more favorable draw than some of the better-seeded teams. Remember, the format being used by the CFP was officially, uh, officially devised in the spring of 21, before Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC, or USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten, and uh, as well as the Washington and Oregon, or any other of the dominoes that led to the demise of the Pac-12. Rewarding conference champions with first-round buys was well-intentioned. But don't be surprised if it leads to some really weird seating. For example, in 22, the fourth highest-ranked champions were number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, then number seven, Clemson, and number eight, Utah. Ohio State 11-1, and one, number four in the CFP rankings, would have been the number six seed. Had they won their first-round game, they would have then drawn a number three seed, Clemson, which was ranked one spot below them. Meanwhile, number two seeded Michigan would be rewarded with a likely quarterfinal game against number seven seed Alabama. I know a lot of folks don't view this as a problem. They point to the NFL where oftentimes a division champ with an inferior record gets to play a home game versus a wildcard team with a better record. Um, Tampa hosting Philadelphia this year. But in a league built on parity, the difference between an 11 and 6 team in one division and 9 and 8 in another is far less than that of a 11 and 2 Big 12 champion and a 12 and 1 SEC runner up, especially in the league's new configurations. We'll have to go through a couple of years of a new system to see how people feel about it. They can always tweak the format come 26, though we know there'll be never be one college football postseason model that everyone likes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of something I don't like is the fact that post-COVID, we're having an inordinate amount of players getting an inordinate amount of years. Cam McCormick, McCormick was granted a ninth. I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth year of college eligibility and will suit up for the Miami Hurricanes again this season. I get that he had four, count them four different season in the injuries. But enough is enough. I feel for the kid, I do. But he was in the same recruiting class as Jalen Hurts, who's now in a four-year veteran in the NFL and in his second NFL contract after playing just after playing four years of college football. How is a dude still in college 
who was in the same high school class as Hertz, Rashawn Gary, Nick Bosa, Ed Oliver's, Ed Oliver, and other guys that fin- just finished in the NFL playoffs or some still continuing. Heck, Bosa had a season-ending injury in college and has been an NFL pro for five full seasons. And this dude is going to run it back for year nine? I'm sorry. No way. What if McCormick gets injured again? Do they give him a 10th year? What about an 11th after that? A hard cap is needed for eligibility, and it's needed now. My proposal is simple. Now that the extra COVID year of eligibility is finally in the rearview mirror for the most part, I'll put it very simply. You have five years to play college football. That's it. I think you can certainly look at guys who've had injuries and give them uh, academic financial support for as long as it needs. Um, That makes sense. But five years, that includes any and all red shirts, injury or otherwise, and a rare loss of a transfer year. I'm giving you five years. So that's a bonus. But you don't get anything beyond that. If you aren't ready for the NFL and all that, you're still still working towards a degree, bachelor or master's, play for five years. I don't care. If you're great and you're three and out, send you to the NFL, that's cool. If four years is enough for you or your program, great. And if you want to be a five-year college player, I'm fine with that. But under my proposal, you'll never see a player get that sixth, seventh, eighth year, or ninth year. It's ridiculous. This isn't isn't a, a, a career. And high school football recruiting is already being swallowed whole by the transfer portal and endless years of eligibility. We don't need to make it worse. There is a beginning, middle, and end to everything. And nine years of college football isn't the end anyone needs or wants. It's time we said no to this generation of college football players just once and give it back to the high school players that deserve their chance to come in. They're the ones losing scholarships to players getting ridiculous seven, eight, and ninth years. That's a look at this week in college football. Reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns on the college football game as well as the NFL game at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the holiday savings offer, the best deal that we've got going. Um, we've extended it so that you can get the best information from a player coaching scouting front office perspective. That's what we provide for you at LandryFootball.com. Check it out today. Um, if you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. And also remember to subscribe, like, and share for free. The Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you. Talk to you next time, everybody.